I mean, generally, we achieve above the benchmark anyway, so... Yeah. Time to toot our horn, but we get some pretty good results <laughs> around here. We oh, know what yeah. we're doing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is another episode of uh, 99P and Gen Z. Sorry. <laughs> um, today, we're joined by... Lydia. There we go. <laughs> and <laughs> Jess. I'm Connor. Today, today we're talking about uh, social <laughs> advertising. Um, and we're joined by Lydia, who is our resident um, social advertising queen. Okay, she's about 100 <laughs> ads on Facebook. Yeah, uh, let me Facebook. just reposition that crown. <laughs> yeah. She's saying ads up every day, probably up what? On uh, Google Ads, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, the whole thing, the whole shebang. Whole shebang. <laughs> yeah. Got it going so, um, on. <laughs> today we're going to be exploring social ads, uh, the ins and outs, the ups and downs. The uh, the roundabouts. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. What is a social ad? Do you have a definition? Okay, so I found a definition that said, well, we I think people who work in a business will know what an, a social ad is. Yeah. But the roundabout definition was advertising that relies on generating, targeting, and delivering marketing communications. Yeah. Sound about right? Yeah, sounds about right. In simple terms, it's basically one of those those little images you see when you scroll down your you know your, your, your feed. Yeah, <laughs> basically just just a, a good old advert. Yeah. So yeah. So um, what goes into the creation of an ad? What what's the process? Well, the things that you have to consider are things like firstly platform. Uh, you have to find out where your audience is and then promote your ads to that platform and those people. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, so you have to take into account. Um, if you can actually build an audience on those specific platforms and if your audience is actually active on those platforms. Yeah. Um, why, why is the platform important? Are there differences between them? Like, do you find like a difference of uh, sizes of like uh, audiences on each platform? Like, are there more engineers on Facebook compared to LinkedIn? Like, is it harder to find them? I guess it depends what you actually are promoting. Um, so, for example, LinkedIn is a B2B platform, so that's really good for B2B-specific content. Mm-hmm. Um, other platforms are good, but not as good, like, in terms of the audiences and creating the audiences. You say, like, Facebook is more groups? Because I, I feel Facebook's a bit more casual compared to uh, LinkedIn, so I feel like LinkedIn's probably the best all-rounder. I think, yeah, Facebook is more aimed at consumers, like, people wanting to buy um, I don't know, like clothing or mm-hmm. food or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I wanted to get into that. I wanted to get into that because a while ago you said to me that you actually clicked on ads. Yeah. Which to me is really yeah. strange. Well, I don't think I've ever clicked on an ad, but you actually, you consciously do it. Which yeah. Which I find strange. Yeah, I do. I feel like I click on mostly clothing because if I see something I like, then I'll be like, ooh, let's see what this is all about. So it's mostly clothing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think is so. There's not much else that would really... Yeah, I would never click on like a Tesco's ad. Like, oh, Ooh, Tesco's. Yeah, but I guess if it's something you're really interested in, I guess you would yeah. have a bit of a scroll. But yeah. um, you said it was a, a carousel ad, so it's more of like a, an exploring type of uh, yeah, experience. Yeah, I feel like those capture my attention. It's not. It's nice to sort of see different um, types of clothing, and then if I like the sort of the I don't know the trends, I sort of click on it and mm-hmm. see what it's all about. So yeah. Nice setting them up. Are there any like niggles that we don't like are there any things that are awkward setting them up could it be easier i feel like um 
Facebook algorithm's a little bit awkward, just trying to find things. Mm. I think uh, yeah. Twitter and LinkedIn are quite sort of straightforward yeah. setup. Yeah, I feel like Twitter, you have to go into each different level and sort of go back levels and figure I out where you Twitter are. I find Twitter quite messy. Yeah. yeah. With advertising. Yeah. I think it could be a lot more straightforward. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's <laughs> the same with uh, Facebook and Twitter, though. They're both these, they mm-hmm. have a very similar style. I think Twitter less so, but LinkedIn's probably the easiest LinkedIn's really it's, LinkedIn's it's just a, straightforward. A yeah. You go on a nice little journey and then you, like, set your ad up and it's all... You know, all sorted for you. (laughs) All looks nice. (laughs) So have you ever had a problem during a campaign with a social ad? Yeah, I mean, we come into problems um, every now and then where audiences aren't engaging with the ads or um, they're not getting clicks. So, um, you know, we sort of look into the audiences and try and optimise it for better results. So, yeah, we look into the audiences, the behaviour. Um, we also look into the demographics to see which type of people are engaging with the ads and mm-hmm. if this is working. And then if it's not, we look to exclude various people or companies or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it's the actual creative, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it can be. But yeah, we had one of those a while ago where just the, the ad wasn't you know, uh, clicking with the audience and they mm-hmm. just weren't clicking through and, and that was um, showing the results quite clearly. So uh, we switched the, the image over and I think the yeah, next we changed day... Yeah, we changed it to a video and straight away, like, we already... The engagement just, like, spiked, didn't it? Yeah. So personally, from each of our point of views, what would actually make you click on an advert? Um... I think video is probably, well, I wouldn't click this thing with video. It's odd now because a lot of people put subtitles in mm-hmm. because they anticipate you not clicking on it. So you watch, so you get the impression, but not the mm. click because I wouldn't click on the video. That's true. I mean, for me, I think personalization. I feel like if something's personalized towards me, I feel like somebody's gone the extra mile to sort of but make me they? want to actually click. But have they? This is the thing. <laughs> this is the, this is the thing. Like, if I see a personalized ad these days, I'm like, has somebody actually done that for me, or is it a system? I know 100% it's the system, because nobody's <laughs> got time to go and go, oh, we've got to make Connor Cook's ad right now. Well, and if you think about the him. things that you're searching online, if you go, for example, online shopping, if you go online shopping and you're searching for certain things, and those, your style is going to be searching for similar things each time, mm. and then those advert, I think personalization yeah. happens as... It's like a, um, an algorithm, isn't it? It picks up what you're searching the more you for do, the and more then, a, and like then it sort of shows it on your social feeds because yeah. it does the um, picks up your cookies and it, all the other. Because I've not seen things. a clothing ad on Facebook or anything like that that with like you know like the carousel ads that I don't. I'm, I look at it and I'm like, mm, I don't actually like those clothes. Let's just carry on scrolling past. Mm. You'll at least want to do one click. So yeah. I reckon for optimization with for like within a business personalization would be great for yeah it's, it's hard to get that so yeah at the stage we're at we uh, we just personalize the the, the targeting audience mm-hmm. targeting mm-hmm. audiences and um yeah. we try and get that as narrow as possible but to a large audience if that makes sense mm-hmm. so everybody we are targeting is relevant so we get um a large amount of impressions and then followed yeah. by an even higher amount of uh, click-through rate yeah, yeah um another method I guess of personalization would be um, using LinkedIn in mail because you can sort of speak directly to the person um, with with it coming from like a specified sender so it, it looks really personal the message feels really personal and um, 
it it just creates like a nice like unique message with a, a genuine voice i think um, yeah. and you can um adjust Do you have your... those? no we have used them yeah we have we've we've used them and whereas we've sent the same message out to, but personalized it with their names yeah and a little mm-hmm. diff, like a little message on the end like saying thanks for like re- taking the time to read this kind of thing yeah we've seen good results actually yeah. they do work well yeah mm-hmm. something that talking about results something that has blown me away is since <laughs> I started working in um, advertising and marketing all this um, the industry benchmarks mm-hmm. so say you set up, an ad, set up an ad on LinkedIn and you're really hopeful and then you've been told that 400 people viewed it. Statistically, one of those people will have clicked through. Mm-hmm. The click-through rate's only 0.35 to 4, 5%. On all ads? On all ads. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, which that's, is, the, that's the LinkedIn, yeah. Which I, I don't know if that's, if that's low, but to me... Is I, that I an average like, of... That's yeah. average, all yeah. ads okay well some ads are obviously going to do better than others yeah like you, you've got your videos and your, your carousel ads yeah. so they'll probably do better mm-hmm. which we have seen in house we've seen I mean generally we achieve above the benchmark anyway so yeah time to toot our horn but we get some pretty good results <laughs> around here we oh, know yeah. what we <laughs> but it just shocked me yeah yeah. yeah I mean maybe it's people like me who don't click on ads that's, that's the problem mm-hmm. it's, it's you people like you Lydia who are like clicking <laughs> ads you're making other marketers happy here so uh, <laughs> Yeah. I know we spoke about this before as well, that the fact that people might not click on the ads, but they'll see it. Mm-hmm. So they'll scroll past and they'll see it. Yeah. Sometimes I think that doesn't, they don't need to click on the ad to make an impression yeah. on the business itself because they could go through a different route. Yeah, yeah they that's could come true. Back they could see the ad and go straight to the website. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something when that's, we're reporting, I think we always overlook yeah, sort of, and uh, impressions that, and focus on clicks. That's really important, but it's difficult to track that. Like, how do you know that oh, yeah, that definitely. one person who's seen it has actually converted elsewhere? It's yeah, really I guess, difficult. Yeah, I guess that's where you have to sort of scrub up on your uh, Google mm-hmm. Analytics skills and look at the sort of channels that they're coming in on. Yeah. But is it, like you said, it is difficult because you don't know when they're going to come in. Is it through social media? Is it through an organic, you know, mm-hmm. organic search? Yeah. And also, following that, another thing that's really important is not just the ad, but the actual landing page itself. Like, the ad might be great and you might get loads of traction to that, but if the landing page isn't well optimized or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really difficult for users to navigate, then that causes problems as well. And then you're likely to have really low conversion rates and, you know, everything sort of. So, what would be your uh, pointers for a good landing page? So, um,. Not too much text. I mean, if it if it yeah. has to have a lot of text, then that's fine. But it should be broken up in um, sort of, you paragraphs. know, with head headlines. Yeah, mm-hmm. into paragraphs with big headlines, so that the reader can sort of skim down and see what's most important to them. A nice hero image is always yeah. key. Yeah, yeah definitely. If you, go, if you go onto a landing page and you don't see a nice hero image, yeah, you'll be turned off straight. Well, it like, sounds mm, stupid, but it's true. It's, like if you go onto a page and you're like hit with a big fat, you know, paragraph, and it's all really heavy industry and it's stuff, just, text. just turns yeah. you off straight yeah, away. You sure. don't want it. Definitely. And then also, I think call to actions are a massive thing. Like they oh, have yeah. to be really prominent on the page. You High know, there's no well. point. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no point getting to the bottom of the this really long piece of text and then finding out you know finding your call to action contact us like that has to be somewhere quite high up tell the users initially what you want them to do and then they've got that in their head and as they're reading through they know what the um yeah what they're leading to yeah 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 definitely well we've uh we use uh like behavioral analysis software uh bdb and um yeah it's uh it's 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 pretty eye-opening because you see um 
how far down the page people scroll. And definitely, if you have the call to action, you have these images and things people engage mm -hmm. with higher up the page, you get a lot more um, engagement rate. Yeah. But obviously, we've seen the past and then we've optimized. So, um, yeah, that is that's pretty good to look at. Yeah, and it's really interesting as well when um, companies put their, um, what's it called, their menu bar on the top yeah. of the page. People um, are really tempted to... Um, what, get sidetracked and yeah, go off. Yeah, yeah. It distracts the user yeah, journey. Yeah, it distracts the user journey. On the top of, like, uh, an email or just a normal landing Just, well, landing some, some companies use um, their websites as, like, the landing page, I guess. Um, or, you know, they're actually, some, some also have the menu bar on the landing page. And well, it depends where they host it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's nice to have a landing page because, yeah. like you said, it feels a bit oh, more yeah. personalised. I think the way that you, you'd kind of get away from the distractions for people is sending, like, either PDFs or emails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't kind of link to advertising. Yeah. Well, I think... If, if you've ever clicked on an ad and you, and you go to like just the standard homepage of a website, it feels like quite a you know, half-hearted attempt at an mm -hmm. advertising campaign. But if you went from you know, personalized ads that they found you through a group or your you know, job title or something, mm -hmm. and then you go to a landing page, it feels like a much fuller, you know, more enriched experience because oh, you're yeah, getting definitely. the ad that's you know, optimized, it's really good, obviously you've mm -hmm. engaged with it. Mm -hmm. You go to a landing page that's been optimized too, really engaging, it looks nice, you've got everything you need there. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, whatever it is, the white paper, the, the sign up, yeah. and that feels like a much more whole yeah, and then it's nice after that for, you know, maybe for the company to send out a nice thank you um, yeah, thank email. Yeah, some sort of contact. Yeah, just yeah. just to round off that, like, customer journey. Because it can come across sometimes where advertising just, you know, throw an image, click in it, we get the, the result and that's yeah. it, yay. But if, if it's, I think these days marketing's a lot more, uh, what you call it, holistic. Yeah. So mm. you're actually caring about the customer, you bring them on board, it's not just, you know, a quick sell. That's not always about these days. Yeah. It's more um, yeah. It's, inclusive. I think yeah. These days, they a lot of companies, a lot of advertisers do think more about the journey and yeah. Do we want to discuss the difference between maybe a B two C ad and a B two B ad? Because for us, we're talking from experience of sending out B two B ad, B two B ads for true. our clients, but. With a B two C ad, obviously personalization, they've got that. Yeah. there for them but it's and as you've said it's a lot harder for b2b ads to be more personalized mm -hmm. but what would you say like the major difference between a b2c and a b2b ad would be regardless of kind of target audience because we know they're going to be obviously not business owners i think um in terms of b2b uh the message they have to be trying to get across is how we can help Mm -hmm. so how how uh, one company can help another yeah uh, it's not so much about selling a product it's um you've got to go along the sort of lines of how this product will help you and no, it's mm -hmm. just it's not down just to the product it's down to the company behind it as well yeah. it's that sort of ethos of wanting to help and do more rather than just you know like i said before the cold sell just have yeah. the product yeah. done yeah that's true yeah recently i found that um there's a predicted 18.4 billion uh, spend on social ads in the US, wow. which I think is a crazy amount of money, and apparently that's gone up fourteen uh, percent in the last year. That is uh, not crazy. 14, that's 40, insane. Forty percent, and they they think that's because 
um, marketers are seeing you know such sort of um, a reaction from socialized they're working so obviously they're putting more money into it that's huge though that isn't is it? huge but in a way like it's not that surprising because I found that 97% of marketers are actually using social media so if that many people are using it there's going to be a lot of money spent on it yeah, yeah definitely. which is good for us because they're going to be busy <laughs> <laughs> all right Always. so um, before we wrap up have you got a point that you would like to give yeah. to a, a marketer out there help them on their way on setting up socialize yeah okay i would say um one thing to always do is always keep checking ads make sure the right audience is engaging and a really important thing is to a b test and make sure mm. that you're mm-hmm. always checking the ads checking what works um it's important to check the copy check if that's resonating well with people if it's not maybe change it look at the images if you're using various images or videos or whichever content yeah. you use. sometimes it's down to a very small thing yeah i mean even the call to action you know find out more or learn more that could really that have an impact have, yeah, yeah definitely and we've seen it in the past it, yeah it's important just to test them and then see which resonates more with the audience well, we've had ex- good experience with a few A-B testing, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where we've sent out the two ads and we've realised one ad's not actually doing better than the other, so maybe we changed the call to action, like you said. Yeah, yeah But definitely. then it, you can do it where it's like mm-hmm. more a, sort of a longitudinal, longitudinal, yeah. isn't, that's not longitudinal. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, A-B test, so you can do it over time, so you're yeah. constantly tweaking, and yeah. that's how you can really optimise the ad and make it yeah. really sort of I mean, yeah. successful. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a really good way to learn what your like client base or like your audience really likes yeah no that's really good and then following on from that you can even a b test landing pages to send one group of people to that one and then that's all the wider picture of optimization Uh so always be looking to improve i think that's that's yeah yeah definitely yes i think for me it'll probably be really tailor your copy to your audience if you've just written kind of like a standard copy and then you send it out to a certain audience and it's not really like how they talk or what they're interested in, then you're not going to get many engagements within that ad. Yeah. So really make sure to kind of tailor the copy to the certain audience. Yeah, so like yeah, for sure. personalization definitely. again. Yeah, definitely. It's a really good one. Um, I think for me, it would be uh, for companies not to get stuck in their ways because I think mm-hmm. it's quite easy just to do you know, a single image ad, oh, gosh, stick some yeah. text on and yeah, off it definitely. goes. I think explore video, that's a great one. It requires more effort, but you'll see the rewards like very quickly. People love video these days. Uh, and also um, things like carousel ads. Yeah. Like we said, it's that interaction that the... Uh, the visuals. Yeah, yeah, the visuals. A lot more visually pleasing ads yeah, attract more engagement. that's it. I just think like following trends and, you know, making sure that you're always switched on to the sort of marketing... Yeah you know jargon and all the rest of it like it's really important it just is, to stay it on is top following of the trends because recently uh facebook have just brought back the search function for um mm-hmm. for advertising so you know when it's a bit like google search if you search something and say you're looking for chocolate a chocolate bar ad will come up yeah which that's is great so cool. for advertisers because it's, it's a whole new field that people are going to explore and there's yeah. some optimization down the road but yeah there you go those are our three points um, <laughs> all right that's a good place to wrap up then yep, yep. Okay, sure. so uh, thanks for listening. This has been 99 Problems, but Jen said ain't one. Um, yeah, you can find us in all the usual places, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're also on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor. and Anchor, and a load of other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank See you, you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.